0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello,
1: High Rollers is an adventure set in D&D hell, so will almost certainly contain adult content. Enjoy. Welcome back. We're talking to Kyle. He's worried his partner, Sasha, is cheating on him. He's a bard who says he values honesty and loyalty. She's a wailing banshee who wanders a desolate moor and enjoys tormenting the living. (laughs) Kyle, why do you think Sasha has been unfaithful?
2: All the signs are there. She's been distant, acting suspicious, coming home late at night smelling of someone else's blood.
1: Sasha, care to respond? Yes, both good points. Well, Kyle, you're in for a bit of a surprise. I can tell you that Sasha has been cheating on you. Ooh. With the gelatinous cube named Bob, and he's here tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Bob the Gelatinous Cube. Ooh. You son of a bitch! i go, now, calm down. Can we have Kyle back, please? No, he's been dissolved. Sasha, how do you feel about that? Well put. It's time for my final thought. Relationships are never easy, but how do we confront our issues in a healthy way? Yes, you can simply dissolve your problems and feed off their nutrients, but is that really a long-term solution? Instead... Maybe we... Bob? Bob? Bob, stay away from the audience. Bob? Uh, uh, Join us next time on... Uh, Call security!
3: Hello and welcome to another episode of Hell or High Roller. Yeah! So let's go round and introduce ourselves and we'll start with Ellie. Hello.
2: Hello. My name is Ellie Morris and I play Ghoul, who is a five inch tall little mushroom from the forest. So my fact uh, about Ghoul is that he runs a gossip kind of magazine, much like Lady Whistledown in Bridgerton. He <laughs> is kind of the distributor of this anonymous society gossip page in the woods and it's called Whispers of the Woods.
4: Oh nice.
2: And he's very, very proud of it. Um and it's it's quite a big deal in the James Woods.
4: So so you created gossip?
2: Yeah, so well no no no. He has a kind of very uh reliable but sometimes he does, but network of different animals, critters And is there art. a
5: particular reason <laughs> <laughs> Is there a particular reason Gould decided to use Henley's own name? Mm. It's not it?
2: Henley's name, it's Whispers a of the Woods word, is
5: very well, specifically, that's what Henley is. He is Whispers of the Woods. That's one of his AKAs, one of his many AKAs is Whispers but of the, met, the Woods. Where
2: did he get that AKA? Did he steal it from Ghoul? Oh, well, Probably. Henley is <laughs> wow. not
5: happy with this.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, he's always printing trash about Henry. There's a section called I've Heard That, and it's always about I've Heard That, Henley. I enjoyed
3: your Freudian slip there, L, by saying he's printing trash about Henry.
5: Did you Did say I oh,
3: Henry? I didn't hear that. Yeah. Oh wow! It's Ellie printing I trash really have about Henry a Shields.
2: <laughs> but yeah, that's that's kind
4: of it. That's that's cool. Hello, my name is Chris Leask, and I play the character of Glubrick Bumbledung, who is a Goliath barbarian. And a little interesting thing about uh, Glubrick is that, as we've learned over the last couple of episodes, uh, well, all the episodes, Glubrick has an awful memory. Right. Even more so when he goes into his rage. That's just blackout for him. But there is something that he'll never
2: forget. What is that, Chris?
4: Thank you for asking, Ellie. (laughs) That's all I wanted. I wanted some interaction. He will never forget the person, the stranger, who taught him how to tie his shoelaces. I know. So, yeah, most people get taught by their their family. But he was walking down a, a cobbled forest and uh this a cobbled forest and uh this the stranger this woman saw his shoelace was untied and came and taught him how to tie shoelaces and that is where glubrick learned about the the selfless deeds you can do for someone you don't know stranger life changer (laughs)
5: love it oh i can relate to that i didn't learn to tie my shoelaces until very late on i think i was Eleven, maybe. Really? My I, god. did you have? Velcro. This is I Henry's Velcro, curse. Then. This You're, is Henry Shields. Yeah. You're a highly You're. intelligent man, but yeah. just can't do shoelaces. Well, I can now. Well, but no, but I they come undone. Really. They do come undone. This is—you uh, uh, won't keep any of this in. But I am cursed. <laughs> you might. I, my, everyone has blessings and curses. My curse is my shoelaces constantly come undone. But no, that's a, that's even with right a fault.
2: double knot,
5: really, I do them in a double knot. They come yeah, undone. I know. Oh wow Well Gloobrick can it teach is. Henry yeah. How to do his shoelaces Because of that. this stranger Someone can fix it How often do your shoelaces Come undone Would you say Never, <laughs> never n- They've never, never come undone you
2: In fact
4: That's the problem I have come I've never... Every two days
2: You've got a kind of Pranky Quality
1: to yes. It's a, lot, to the man. It's a, it's a lot Hello I'm Adam Magido And I play the role of Eric Sanguinius The human necromancer Who lives alone In the high Viz tower Deep in the Rodney Marsh Eric has uh, His own show We've established His own kind of what would you call them? Jerry Springer style show. What are those shows called?
5: Talk shows? Chat talk shows? shows
4: yeah. yeah.
6: Chat shows? Talk no, chat. not They're chat not
1: shows. Yeah, talk shows. shows. He also has a radio show called The Tower Hour. It's a phone-in. Oh. It's a phone-in, so people <laughs> phone in with their problems. and Because uh, it suits Eric to not be in the studio as much and not be in direct contact with people. He likes the isolation.
5: But is it all his own zombie creatures calling in with complaints? That sounds like what we're would... Yeah, I think they've put on different voices. A lot of prank calls. A lot of prank
1: calls. Well, well, I'll cut you off immediately. We don't need that, thank you. Yeah.
5: Hello, I'm Henry Shields, and I play Henley Whispers, a.k.a. Coyote Handsome. <laughs> 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 Human Ranger, Rule Flouter, Truth Spouter, Earthworm Doubter. <laughs> he's not sure about them. Why? What doesn't he? What isn't he sure about? I think they he's exist? not. I yeah. I, I think he knows they exist, okay. but he's not sure if there's something going on there. What, what, what do you mean? As in, like they're, they're yeah, always knows. crawling around, smug? Yeah, I think he <laughs> thinks that there's there's more to them than let, they let on. Oh, interesting. Okay. He's doubtful about yeah the yeah yeah. An interesting fact about Henley is he, Henley likes to howl at the full moon. Um, in a in a very <laughs> reverential way, and often other wolves in the forest will howl back in response to him. Um, but he doesn't speak wolf, so he doesn't understand that what they're all doing is calling him a daft prick. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say? Hold on, he howls in a reverential way. Yeah. What, what does that sound like? <sighs>
3: Oh, the end! It yeah, started it the end. really well.
5: <laughs> uh,
6: pretty yeah, pretty yeah.
3: yeah. That was great. It started really well, and then and then t- tipped. Well, my
5: throat <laughs> couldn't keep up with it. I don't like the high pitches.
3: <laughs> well, I tell you what. Can we use that as um, a a way to launch us into the start of episode nine? I wouldn't. Can you? Can you give us a howl, and I'll cut in the music.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs>
3: So, our happy boys are at the portal in the second layer in the city of Bezos. Now, there was a lot of drama in the last episode and Mm -hmm. a lot of betrayal. And having finally caught up to Eric who was planning to steal the soul of Henley's son, Greg, before Eric had a last-minute change of heart. And Glubrick arrived in a rage and punched Bezos through the portal. Mm -hmm. And he also destroyed his hold on this realm. And it's been thrown into absolute chaos now that the Archdevil has been sent through the portal. Uh, You all worked as a team in a very moving moment where you you sang to Glubrick to get him out of his rage. Incidentally, the DC for getting Glubrick out of his rage is now 13. It started at 15. It's oh, dropped it's to 13. Easier. It's getting easier. Okay, nice. The more oh. successes you have, the easier it becomes. Because I'm starting, because Gloobrick's starting to learn in his yeah. rage who these people are. Yeah, he's starting mm-hmm. to love and trust everyone a little more. Yeah. And then if you fail, the number will increase. So that's kind of the mechanic that Which we're is going with. Which funny, because everyone else is falling out, whereas Glubrick's falling more in love with everyone. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> unaware of what's going around. Gloobrick's really loving, just loving his time in hell. <laughs> he's having had had a great, great time. time. So the happy boys are charging towards the portal, and you're being pursued by the many drones that populate Bezos and the the little drone people that he uses to create his vast wealth of the city. As you leap through the portal, the world twists and bends. And once again, you zoom out to see all nine layers of hell. And you can make out fighting happening on Avernus. You can see the the city of Bezos crumbling around as chaos breaks out. And in the ethereal space outside the nine hells, you see Bezos himself. And he is being dragged back through the portal, back into Bezos, because the archdevils cannot leave the realm of which they have uh, domain. Your bodies are whipped and snapped towards the third layer. And you come crashing down, landing, on soft, squidgy ground. The first thing you notice is that the heat of the previous two layers has dissipated, and you can feel rain on your skin. As you rise to your feet, you are standing in a boggy swampland. This is the layer of Mineros, the third layer of hell. And congratulations, happy boys, you are all now level three. Yeah, so your characters have been updated, your character sheets have been updated, you've got Mm -hmm. some fun new abilities. Level 3 characters for a level 3 plane. So you've got all your health and spell slots back, as well as some cool new stuff. Wow,
4: Mm, of course. Nice,
5: I like how that's progressing.
4: I think mainly because now our hit points are higher.
5: Henley stands, steps his feet, he... Takes the coin of his son in his hand, tucks it into the waist where he has his towel wrapped around. You, you
4: know it's what I it mean? It's not the best. Like, you don't really put it away, you're just holding it it's by your hip. It's tucked
5: in by a, a towel at <laughs> his okay. hip. Yeah. Yeah. He looks around at Ghoul and Eric and Glubrick, glances at them kind of dismissively, and then walks away. What? Henley, Henley, what are you doing? Where are you going? I'm going.
2: What do you mean you're going?
5: I'm going on. I'm getting out of hell. But
2: but we got to stick together, right?
5: Yeah, we've got to do it together. Like, you can't just suddenly go and be on your own. I can't trust any of you.
2: Well, I didn't do anything I wrong. I
5: did nothing wrong. Glubrick, you went into a mad rage. You, 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 you could have killed any one of us.
2: Well, well what about you? Trying to... Help your son.
5: Uh, that's... Well, I,
4: I think what Ghoul's trying
6: You is, fucking monster! <laughs>
4: I think what Ghoul's trying to say is that, look, we all grew to believe that your son was our son as well. And I think that we should all go and help our son by getting out of
5: hell. Is that's that
2: what, not what I'm saying at you, all, Glubrick. No, I, I shouldn't
5: speak for you. My son is my son, all right? It's become clear to me that, Glubrick, you're some sort of dangerous rage monster that I can't trust. Ghoul, you're an insane murderer Mushroom who kills people, and you still haven't learned that that's wrong. And Eric, yes, you're the worst of the lot. And Henley walks off into the marsh.
2: What? What? what?
5: Okay, hang on. I run over to
4: Henley and I literally pick him up into a bear hug so he can't get out of my grip.
3: I resist, I, I
5: struggle. Uh, okay, I so we'll have, have
3: opposing strength checks.
4: Uh, that's a natural one. Oh, wow. <laughs> Nine. Okay, so I imagine that I run over and I pick up a tree instead of him, thinking, yeah, <laughs> exactly. you hug a tree. And I'm screaming. I'm like, Henley, you're not going anywhere. Henley, you're staying right here. I'm, I'm, I'm having a, a group conversation.
6: Glowbrick? Mm-hmm. That's
2: a tree. Mm. Okay, okay.
4: So I, I'm just screaming at the tree, and I'm like, okay, someone else deal with this, because I can't do this right now. I'm, I'm struggling with the tree. Blue brick. put
1: the tree down. I do. Henley? You are right. Perhaps you cannot trust me. Perhaps we cannot trust each other, but we are stronger together. And if we wish to get out of here, we must work together without trust.
4: And Eric, I think maybe you have something to say to Henley? Yes.
1: If you want a spot on Tower Hour, you are welcome. Be a special guest, and I, I could give you half an hour. I suppose. I I, I think what? it's sorry. Yes, yes, of course, Bluebrick, you're right. Henley, uh, I'm I'm sorry. I, since coming to hell, I have pondered the question: Am I evil? Perhaps to steal your son. Well, there is no doubt; it was an evil deed. But at the last moment, I I I, I could not do it. I did not see it through. And I'm not certain that I could. There, I've said my
5: piece, and now. You must judge me as you see fit. Henley looks at Eric, and I think he looks around at the marshland around him. He can see that it's desolate and empty and a dangerous place to be on your own. And he walks off. Let him go. Let, let him go.
2: He just needs some time.
1: Yes, well, he has all eternity.
2: Gould <laughs> <laughs> just picks up some moss that is in the shape of trousers. That he had made. <laughs> yeah, <Henley. laughs> and with kind of tears in his eyes, just holds them out and then puts them back down on the floor and stamps Henley. on them. Oh. oh
4: Um I do think maybe we should go after him because like if it is anything like the other layers, he might get hurt. He needs our help.
1: Oh, let yes. us let us keep him in our eye line, but give him some distance. Perhaps he needs some time to reflect.
2: So Ghoul, Ghoul has sat down like a in a, like a strop. Oh. You know what? What? I, I'm not sure I even want to go on.
4: What? 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 Why do you think that go?
2: I have nothing to go back for. If Fun Gus was trying to kill me and did kill me, then, then I don't have anybody back home, and seems like I don't have anybody here, so I might as well stay in this swamp.
4: But there must be more to going back than
2: they were trying cl- to kill me, Gloobrick. Yeah. They did kill me. They
4: hate me. No, they don't hate... I think they're the problem, not you. It's... You can go back and you can still live a wonderful, amazing life without them. I know if I went back with you, if we went back together, I would kill every single one of them for well, you. I never- and, and I've never killed anything in my life.
2: But... Well, that's not exactly true. But I've, I've never done anything without those guys. And then I came to hell and I was alone and then I found you guys. And that was cool. But then it's all broken now and... And I'm just, I think I'm just going to stay here. And look, this is good. He picks up a little twig and like puts it over his head and I can live here and then the leaf and he puts it over his head yeah this will do as a shelter and he just starts kind of gathering little bits and making a little hut for himself
4: well if that's the case Gull, and I think it's really stupid because I think if we just stay here we'll just live the most miserable and horrible life but if that's what you want to do real friends don't leave each other when they're sad and they're lonely and and they're sad so I'm going to stay here with you. And I grab a little leaf and I put it over my giant head. And I'm like, right, we'll just stay here then, shall we go? That's what we'll do. We'll just stay here. Eric, sit, sit down. I've been watching the argument and I watch <laughs> Henley wander off. And
1: I think I must now try to keep everyone together. So without them seeing, I cast minor illusion of some red eyes watching us from a, behind a tree or from a horizon. Okay. Um, and I say, no, no, we must keep moving. Look, look over there. What? Ah! Oh, my days. Hellhounds. We cannot possibly, possibly face one of those. Even with your rage, Glybrick, we must uh, withdraw. Come, the three of us. Let us make haste and pursue Henley. Like a tortoise, you can bring your home with you. <laughs> But quicker than a tortoise, because the hellhound is fast. So let us, <laughs> let us move quickly this way, this way. And I'm also gonna make a, a roll to see what I know about the third layer of hell.
3: Very good. Um, I was gonna get you guys to roll a wisdom check see if you fall for the eyes, but uh, you just you just fell for them. Emotional.
1: Yeah, think, you yeah. trust. Uh,
3: you trust Eric. What roll am I making? Uh, history. In? History check. History. 25. <laughs> so, Eric, you know this is the third layer of hell, this is Mineros, and above you the skies are darkened with thick smoke and rain beats down on you and the rain is oily and horrible and the ground is soft and muddy and around you are uh, is like a forest of decaying trees and the entire plane is lit with this sort of luminescent fog and that's kind of how you can see everything. And you know that this plane is the place where they process lost souls and turn them into fuel for the war machines. So what they do is they take the souls, they pump them through a reactor to turn it into fuel, and the war machines are powered by the goodness of people's souls. And what is pumped out is the darkness of people's souls. And this layer is just polluted with the darkness of millions of souls. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool.
1: <laughs> Horrifying. And I relay all that information to the others, but I do it in such a way that it <laughs> makes me look very knowledgeable by adding things like, actually, I think you'll find that... And not many people know, but. <laughs> <laughs> I love you
3: say, actually, I think you're fine, as if someone else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's I like a challenge. To to you. <laughs> you corrected yourself. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are now up on your feet. Eric, Gore, and Gluebrook are up on their feet. Henley is, is still within, you can still see him, yeah. And you're moving away from the hellhounds, the red eyes that, that Eric yeah, I has think cast. Quite... Speed as well. Moving yeah. with pace. Do you guys want to catch up with Henley, or are you just kind of keeping your respectful distance?
1: I'm suggesting a respectful distance so he can't see that we're
4: following him.
6: Yeah,
3: agreed. Yeah, I, I'm, I want to follow what Eric does.
1: I think maybe what we should do is, because you would be hard to spot, maybe if Ghoul goes ahead, we watch Ghoul and then you watch Henley.
4: And this is where you do a wide shot of just Henley walking and everyone really unsuccessfully creeping behind him.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, you guys you guys are like 10 metres behind.
5: visible. Yeah, <laughs> <All invisible. laughs> yeah nothing,
3: nothing Henley can do about it really, Same. just being followed. We, we kind of zoom forward
5: to Henley and he's walking on his own Henry, I think he's moving at quite a pace. He's trudging through the marsh. He's clutching the soul coin in his hand really tightly. Like, his fingers are gripped, his knuckles are white. And he's saying, I'm gonna get you, Greg. I'm gonna get you out of here. Don't worry, Greg. I'm gonna get us out of here. And he's stumbling and falling and splashing into the water and then getting up and walking again and the rain's dripping down his face. It's all very dramatic. Very, nice. very melodramatic.
4: I love the idea that you also kind of know we're following, so keep he, looking around so and see we've noticed <laughs> that you've fallen over and how hard he, it
5: is. Yeah, occasionally he looks around and goes, oh God, those guys, those guys are following me. Damn them. And he loudly says, damn you, damn you all. And he keeps moving. Does Henley want them to be following him? No, Secretly. he's conflicted. He's conflicted. Yeah, okay. He just wants the attention. He wants them to watch him go away dramatically
3: okay okay but he keeps stumbling into puddles and stuff does
5: and (laughs) yeah and and that's kind of part of the drama he's really conflicted between his desire to get away and his desire to look really good getting away it's slowing (laughs) him down it's a lot going on right now there's a lot he's a complex (laughs) man um okay so as you are making your way through
3: the marsh can you roll me a wisdom saving throw Fifteen. Fifteen. So you are briefly distracted by a beautiful, glowing orb.
5: I must have it.
6: (laughs) (laughs) He loves his son up to a point. I
5: mean, that's a nice orb.
3: (laughs) And you follow this enticing-looking orb into the swamp, and it zips and pings around with this quite, quite delightful grace. Hey,
6: hey, little orb,
5: Come, come back, come back, little orb. I need a friend. I need a friend little orb
3: <laughs> And after a few seconds of running You, you are managing to keep up uh, with, uh, with the orb And you arrive at what can only be described As a fetid lake Oh! And the glowing light shivers Almost as if it's giggling And it zips off into the darkness And you lose sight of it No, no don't go You look to the lake And the water starts to bulge and move and as it moves it grows to the size the water sort of grows to the size of a a small hill and whatever is in the lake breaches the surface and when it rises in front of you you see that it is a gargantuan worm (gasps) seemingly with no face just a huge mouth lined with rows upon rows of razor sharp teeth each one is the size of glue brick and it towers above you unmoving now have you guys followed henley
2: yeah, I think mm, we're
3: yeah. we're hiding. Yeah. Okay, so you guys arrive a few minutes, or well, a few seconds later, and the worm, seemingly the voice, comes from inside your own heads, and you guys hear the worm speak, and it goes...
4: It's coming from my head. Can anyone else hear that? Can anyone else hear that?
2: Yeah, I can hear it. What was that?
4: Is it in a language that we
3: recognise? It speaks infernal.
6: Uh, Henley he? uh, no. oh does he speak not infernal. speak
5: Infernal no. Henley thinks he can <laughs> No Henley doesn't speak Infernal But he does look up at the giant worm and say I fucking knew the worms were up to something <laughs> uh, Do you know I genuinely written this before your fact yeah, there you go. I haven't changed uh, anything doubter, And now yeah. he's vindicated
3: <laughs> uh, So I'm handing Adam a note uh, This is what the worm says um, the, the latter as I say
1: uh uki, nantas, ark. Okay, great. What? what are you saying? What's happening? Wait, wait, wait. Don't break my concentration, Glubrick.
3: So you're saying the latter, yeah? So the worm lowers its head down onto the ground in front of you and just opens its mouth really wide and just says, <laughs> There's 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 more paper being <laughs> exchanged. We must go in.
5: Go what? in in inside. Oh
6: oh in. Henley. Oh, oh! Henley. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Did they catch up with Henley? Yeah yeah. They're, they're they're with you. Yeah. I told you to leave me alone. Stop following me. Why didn't tell you? But I it. I, I
4: think there's there's more pressing issues right now, Henley, and I, I think we're going to be able to sort this out. But I agree with Eric. Happy boys. Do any of us want to fight this thing? I for one do not.
5: No, I don't want to fight ever again. I don't want to do that.
1: Then we have been presented with a choice now. We must accept its challenge. Enter.
5: Glubrick, I'm telling you you cannot trust Eric. He's lying to you. Every step of the way he's lying to you.
2: Well, I thought I could trust my fun guys, and they betrayed me, so maybe it's better just to know up front that you can't trust somebody. <laughs>
1: <I'm> <laughs> it. Maybe you can trust me, maybe you can't, but I'm going in first. And I start and walking into the mouth
3: of Before you walk into the mouth you hear. O-Diana.
4: If this whole episode is just Uh you two passing paper...
1: (laughs) Wait. It says only one of us may enter to accept its challenge. I feel perhaps I have brought us to this point,
5: so I am prepared to attempt making amends... It's all a lie. Right. I, I don't believe a single word he's saying. How, how do we know what the worm's saying to him? He's the only one who speaks the language. He could be saying anything to this worm. He could be trying to feed us to the worm so, so that he can get away. Well, maybe we, 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 we're trying to do this. You know what? Screw th- this. I'm done with this. It, you know what?
4: If we all don't care about each other, we all hate each other, we're all going to go own separate ways. And I walk in through no! the mouth <laughs> of the fist. <laughs> <wouldn't do> <laughs> and as that <it> happens, <laughs> I scream, good Lord, stop doing that to me. <laughs> he always does that, I was going to go. Badly. I promised you, I was about I to walk told, through. I told you, you can't trust him. You cannot trust <laughs> no, him. No, that's man. not fair. He always. Okay,
5: now no, I a, think he, he hates he me. He steals children's souls. <laughs> he steals moments. <laughs> <laughs> moments, Stephen.
3: Okay, so uh, Eric is going in. To... As,
1: as I walk in, I say an infernal. asta Which translates
3: as. Bear with us, we've
1: had a bit of a Barney.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I am genuinely scared for Eric. Okay, so you walk inside the mouth of the gargantuan worm and the mouth closes around you. You are shrouded in darkness and the worm swallows. You tumble down into its stomach and it begins to fill with acid. The challenge is you will roll three consecutive constitution saving throws on a failure you will take the full damage from the stomach acid on a success you will take half the full damage of the stomach acid is
5: 4d6 <laughs> wow he's almost certainly dead this worm's a prick this whole thing was just i'm gonna dissolve you that's not a challenge
6: <laughs> this is
4: why you don't like worms like oh, to, be, exactly. to
5: be fair though, like in classic Happy Boys style, none of
3: you asked what you would get for the challenge. That's true. We just <laughs> <tried> <laughs> you it. just said yeah. yep and walked in.
1: <laughs> well, okay. I cast False Life on myself. Can I do that?
5: Yeah, what does that do?
1: It gives me D4 plus 4 extra hit points.
5: Nice. Love that. I, I love that. actual D&D play. Yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> Someone also, using is a is spell. is there
1: any chance I can cast Web to raise myself above the level of the Acid?
3: Yeah. Okay, so roll your extra health points, your extra hit points for me. Okay, that's the full four, so that's eight.
1: Eight extra hits.
3: Uh, so what's your your total health now?
1: <laughs> I'm still 28.
3: 28. Oh, okay, great, and you want to cast web.
1: Yeah, see if
3: I can raise
1: myself above the level of the acid or anything that will help me get less damage.
3: Okay, just roll a straight d20 for me. 18. Great, the web <laughs> survives. so I'm going to give you advantage on your first constitution check.
1: Okay, so with advantage, that's 21.
3: 21, great. So you will take 7 damage.
1: Oh, okay.
3: And roll another d20 for me to see if the web survives. 13. The web dissolves in the acid. You won't have disadvantage, you'll just roll a straight constitution saving throw for me.
5: I think I mean what happens if he gets dissolved what do we he's, he's another life nah
3: that's a four <laughs> <laughs> you take 11 damage okay how many hit points have you got left 10
1: oh so one more I need more. to get I need to wriggle out of this somehow
3: oh. roll me another constitution saving throw the final can one can I
1: cast thunder wave to pull, push the acid away from me
3: yeah you can try <laughs> then I will <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll me a, a straight d20 No, nah, that's a four no, you cast thunder Wave and it just splashes the acid. Can we yeah. just...
4: Obviously, we don't know what's going on yep. in there, but could we be outside and just coincidentally help him <laughs> with our actions? You're not in combat, so what do you want to do? Uh. So I turn to the other guys. OK, right, look... We, Obviously, he was speaking to that worm. We, we don't know what
5: he was saying, but I don't think it's a good thing that's happening in there. So... Luke, and I, I disagree. I think he's pals with that worm. I think he's in there now, <laughs> having a lovely cup of worm tea. Him and the worm are in this together. He's going to come out in two minutes and say, oh, yeah, I, I did something really heroic and try and get back in our good graces. It's but, all a scam. But what if it's not, though?
4: What if he, he dies again and then he comes back with that awful tale? It will be less than he deserves. No. I'm going to go up to the worm. Okay. Worm. Enochtea.
3: <laughs> worm. And it says nothing. Okay. Enochtea. 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 So while this discussion has been happening on the surface, <laughs> Eric, roll your final constitution. That's, you that's all right. we achieved. <laughs> 18. 18. So you will take half damage.
1: Ooh, I got a fighting chance here. So how many d6? 4d6. Four Four
3: and It needs Not to be less than ten. 10. Less than 10. Uh, how many hit points have you got left? I've got 10 hit points. You take... 9 damage. <gasps>
6: He rolled an 18,
3: which if you'd failed that last check, you would have just been eviscerated. Oh, yeah. So you have one hit point left. Okay. And so the stomach acid retreats and the worm opens its mouth and Eric walks out, looking a little worse for wear. Eric, what happened? What happened? Uh, Acid. Uh, uh, Acid.
5: Yes, yes, I'm sure it did. What did I say? I said exactly this would happen. He's going to come out and tell us he's done something heroic. What did you do, Eric? Hmm? Fight a thousand acid creatures in there? (laughs) What did you do?
6: do? (laughs) Whatever it was,
1: it is done now. I turn to the worm and say in Infernal, have we passed your challenge?
3: And the worm rises to its full height and says... Tu no kara sino matia
6: Gara
1: Manyatha Ikasomariti and I Point at Henley. What? Yeah, of course he does. Very good. <laughs> Very
3: what good. Is this? So, Henley, the worm turns its head to you and its eyes glow. And suddenly, from all over your body, the worm's scales start to build around your body and you are given armor, including trousers, which will give you a plus two to your armor class.
5: Leather armor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as I understand it, leather armor is one. And then it's a magical leather armour. That gives you an extra one. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah, you seem very unimpressed,
4: but like, uh, you've uh, got uh, your trousers, mate.
5: Yeah, Henley looks down and sees that his pins are finally covered. And (laughs) he's just shaking slightly. And a little tear falls from his eye. And he looks up at the others and looks at Eric and says, let's go.
2: You got dressed like a worm. Well done, Henley you look nice
5: before
3: you leave Henley can you roll me a d6 2 very good the trousers you are wearing remain on they stay on <laughs> and you realise that these are the trousers of leaping once an episode for free <laughs> you can cast the jump spell on yourself as a completely free action Ooh! so it will enable you to jump 30 feet roll me an arcana check seven seven that's what you learn from the trousers seven. that's it that's, that's it. all i learned that's what you learn from the but trousers I'm
5: suspicious yeah, i've you... had trousers disappear from my legs before no, yeah
3: if you don't jump they'll be
4: they'll dissolve <laughs> okay no
5: <You> that's <laughs> that's great oh well henley's very happy with these and he i think henley walks over to eric and he doesn't look him in the eye but he walks next to him and he says eric uh, there's there's something with these trousers i can't figure it out ah uh. I think do I identify these uh, Roman arcane check Something magical going on with these trousers. I think right? the fly's yeah. undone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ghoul. Yes, it was. <laughs> 22. So 22. I what that, do I recognize? Yes, you
3: do. You recognise that this Trousers of Leaping, once you cast the jump spell, you must jump the full distance available or you will jump clean out of the trousers.
5: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the trousers will still be there. No, they will run off. They'll oh, jump away. Run right away.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I know. <laughs> Should you misuse the spell by mistake here and I hand over the trousers that I actually stole from the marketplace in the last episode
2: Double trowel for Henry. He's got two pairs
5: of trousers now
1: Yeah. Where's
2: he going to wear those?
1: Keep them for casual wear You never know, we might be invited
5: to some gathering uh, media types, that sort of thing (laughs) This doesn't mean I trust you, Eric but perhaps we're better off working together for now I require healing
0: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zeppound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
3: Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness.
5: And heals Eric for eight hit points.
4: Oh. And as I see this, I go over and just rub both their backs. And I'm just like, this is nice. We're back together. The family's back together.
5: We're not a family and we're not back together, right? Oh. We're just colleagues helping each other out of hell. Sounds, sounds like a, a grumpy brother to me.
2: <laughs> and Ghoul comes over and he's cast Good Berry, which means that I get 10 magical berries. Uh, and every time you eat one, it restores one hit point. And he just hands them out to everyone. Eric as well oh,
1: thank you thank you both
4: I don't need one but maybe I'll save it for later
2: yeah right.
4: and I crush it in my head <laughs> my giant
5: five yeah thank yeah. you and he takes one and says I, I have pockets now
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> So sweet. Uh, okay so
3: you're all now back on your feet yeah. and as you walk away the worm is retreating down back into the lake. And, uh, Eric, you hear it speak in your head. And it just says, You're
6: not there.
3: And you look down, and the magic box that you carried from, that you received, I believe, in the first episode, yes, transforms oh. into just a very plain wooden box. Oh. And this was a gift given to us by Cat, And it's oh. an item which is... No name given, and I think this is fucking cool. <laughs> so it oh, is a wow. wooden box with a mysterious glowing button, very similar to the magic box. Yeah. When you press it, you get something that you need in that moment, but that something will be taken away from you in the future. This has one use. You have no way of knowing what it is you're going to get and what it is you're going to lose. That's a cool item. That's mm. a really cool item. Did you say it was given to us by a cat? No, by a, someone called cat. Oh, but right, yeah, they... That-
6: <laughs> 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 Think it through. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Think it through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you no longer have use of your magic box, but you now have no name given. Okay, we got a one-shot. Anything we need in the moment. Yeah, a
5: potential, cool. a, really a potential panic button. We also have Barren- a grenade we haven't used, don't we? Yeah, there's a med.
2: Yeah, has that grenade.
1: And we got oh, a no. bunch yeah. of
5: potions, right? Random. Yeah. potions Oh, we, we got three. We a
1: couple. Yeah. Three of them. Yeah. Well, what more do we need? Let's get out of hell.
3: And with that, the worm retreats down, and you guys are back down by the fetid lake. I say,
4: Arima, eat us or for die. Just
1: see ya Say hi to Trevor.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Summing up with those worms. Okay, so obviously the last place we were at had like you know like we knew where we were going to get to the next portal. Right now, this just seems like a. A swamp where it is a swamp land, so any ideas where we might have to go, Eric?
2: Well, I can... Oh. Oh.
5: oh. No, no, I just... no,
2: no. That... Never mind, Glubrick
5: oh, No. Clearly
2: okay. I know nothing about the forest or nature at all.
5: Ghoul, cool. this is your area. We're in a marsh. You know the marshes, right? Mm-hmm. Well,
2: yes, I was just going to suggest that mm-hmm. we ask one of the, the plants. The so Ghoul goes up to a little mossy patch. Excuse me. And just
6: taps it.
3: <laughs> can ghoul yeah. naturally talk to plants?
2: <laughs> I think, yeah.
3: Can oh, ghoul no. talk to plants? Roll me a d20. Yeah. Because that is a spell. Yeah, that is a spell. But also ghoul is a plant.
2: Natural 20.
3: Natural Whoa! 20. Oh, wow. yeah. Okay, so you can definitely talk to plants. Yes. So you're, uh, you're talking to some moss. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's some moss. Sean Connery moss. No, come on.
2: <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Would you happen to know the way to the portal?
3: Oh, uh, the portal. You want to go to the portal? Uh
6: huh.
3: Well, you want to get out of the lair Uh
6: huh.
3: I want, Can you understand me? Uh huh. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I can't really hear myself sometimes. I'm just a moss. I don't have no ears.
2: You kind of sound like old Papa Crumble if he was moss.
3: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know old Papa Crumble. yeah.
2: <laughs> Did you grow on him?
3: Mm, I grow on a lot of people. Yeah. You want me to grow on you?
5: Yeah. All
3: right. Aww. He touches you and a little bit of moss just
5: goes Woo-hoo! on one of you. <laughs> Hello. Go, careful, nice. ghoul. Careful, ghoul. That's hell, Moss.
2: Yeah, right. We
5: don't touch things down here.
2: Mm-hmm. So, do you know where we go?
5: Yeah, you want to go to the city.
2: What, the city? Oh. Which way, please? All right. But you didn't you, you can't point you must
3: Exactly.
2: <laughs> so are you going to tell me
3: wh- Yeah.
2: But wh- which way?
3: That will yeah you
6: know. <laughs> how's, a, how's it
3: going,
2: Gull? Very good. I know exactly what to do. <laughs>
5: it's Gull cool, just going to pretend he knows the way. <laughs> oh my he days. doesn't
2: want to lose face in front of it. He really oh, wants to oh, be useful. We so trust sweet. Him as well. Yeah, okay. totally trust he hasn't Gould. done a lot and he now has a teeny bit of moss on his
5: yeah. hands,
2: so maybe he can consult that.
5: So we're just walking in a random <laughs> this direction.
2: Way. And then he just marches. Great. Forth. Yeah, I, I follow Gull
5: yeah we great. could be in this
3: layer for a while <laughs> uh, so as you guys walk in the nearby distance you see a uh, a small imp that is stood next to a cart with what looks like a sort of motorbike attached to the front and the imp is trying to lift with no success a very heavy lump of rock into the back of the cart.
4: oh um Excuse me. Do you want to hand with that? I I, I can put that in quite easily for you. Ah, uh, yeah, that'd be really nice. Thanks, man. Well, hang, hang <laughs> on a second. What's your name? My name? Yeah. I'm Pooch. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> I think we know your brothers.
3: Oh, nice. Cousins? No, brothers. Yeah, I got I got I got eight brothers. Yeah. Eight brothers. Yes, do. Oh, what, One
5: per layer. Yeah, that's
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> you you know my brother. Where, which layers have you come from? Both of them.
5: Ah, Gooch Um, and Hooch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was it. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, Great. Help
4: you. So, can I just pick it up and put it in the thing? Oh man, thank you so much. You're very kind. Um, So, I was wondering if, girl, I don't want to tread on your stalk,
6: Mm -hmm.
4: but. <laughs> but, Very um, nice. uh, should we just check we're going the right way just in case? We or... don't need to check glue No, you're so right. No, um, well, then nice meeting you. Uh,
3: yeah, you, don't, you don't need me to explain anything, it's kind of my thing. Nope, nope cool's got it. Thank you. you right.
2: this, and he points to the little tiny bit of moss.
5: Oh, hey, Terry, how you doing? Silence <laughs> nothing, no one can hear it. Cool. Uh, <laughs> did, did the moss say how far it would be?
2: Yes, he said it would be. One mm, minute,
5: one minute, okay.
2: in hell time, which is three days.
5: Okay. <laughs> oh wow, three days.
4: Mm-hmm. That's a that's a so long way to the city.
2: Yeah. You, why don't you go on ahead and I just
5: oh I... well, let's get let's get moving. Come on, everyone. Three days. Uh, three days walk ahead of us through marshland. It's not going to be easy going. Um... We'll
2: just quickly just whisper to uh, Pooch as the others. Go ahead. Which way? Which way to the portal?
3: To the portal? Are you yeah. oh, going to the sinking city? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, you're heading the right way. Yeah. Nice.
2: He goes to high five Pooch.
3: Pooch high fives him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pooch, do you want to come with us?
3: Uh, wait, walk along with you to the city? Well, yeah, we could get to know you a bit. All right, yeah, I'm heading that way anyway. Great, and he hops on his little motorbike. Vroom vroom! Motorbike. He's got a little motorbike attached to your car. Oh
4: cool! we go in the car? Yeah, should we get in the car?
3: Nah, you guys can walk. And he just drives really slowly next to you. <laughs> uh, what, what, what do we have to do to get through the portal in this layer? <laughs> is that you? Is that Henry? Who is Henry. that? Well, oh, sounded like Henry. You better have such good wow. acting. Yeah.
5: <laughs> what do we have to do to get through the portal in this layer? <laughs> <laughs> Very
3: good. Are you guys are trying to get through the portal to the next layer. Uh-huh. Yes, that's correct. Mm.
5: Up, not down.
3: Down. We're down. going. You're going down. If you're going, you're going back to oh, this. Up
5: in numbers. Down in. We want layer four next, right? <laughs> layer four. We've been numbering them in our heads, though, so I realise that's not helpful for you. You have names for the layers. You don't number them. Yeah, that's so right.
3: We want to go down to the next layer. All oh, right. Yeah. Great. Well. Yeah. The portal. The only issue with the portal is that uh, it's in the swamp underneath the sinking city. Swamp. No swamp. Oh. I think my hearing's <laughs> quite bad today, Gad. Tell us more about this
4: sunken
1: city, Pooch, brother of Hooch and Gooch.
3: The, uh, well, yeah. the sunken city is, uh, well, you can probably see it on the horizon over there, even though it's uh, three days' walk. <laughs> So the city is built on a swampland and basically what happens is that all of the foundations of the city start to collapse. And people lesser devils like myself and mortals like you guys have to run down and rebuild the foundations. Also they got huge chains that they've attached to the bottom of this to stop the city from sinking. It's freaking crazy down there man.
5: But um... Because oh, we're directly below this.
3: Exactly yeah. This guy gets it. That's nice. Yep. And... <laughs> So, basically, materials here are worth a lot, you know? You might see lesser devils killing each other over a piece of rock, because it's all about reinforcing the foundations. But all the pollution is what's pumped into the swamp. So, you guys, if you try to get into the portal, you're probably going to have to drain the swamp.
6: Oh...
5: Drain the swamp. How do drain we do this? It's like a giant plug. It sounds a bit like a Donald Trump slogan. <laughs> <laughs> drain the swamp. But this actually <laughs> doesn't have anything to do with
3: Donald Trump. I've avoided okay, Trump good. on this one. Okay. At the centre of the city is a huge reactor that processes all the souls. I mean, if you shut down the reactor, then the swamp won't fill up anymore and they'll drain and you'll be able to get through the portal. So what, we need materials? We need to get beneath the, the city itself? I don't understand.
5: Well, what you just gotta, if you want to get
3: through the portal, you shut down the reactor, but it's heavily guided, you we know? shut
5: down the reactor, the swamp will drain, but that yeah. will make the city collapse. Yeah. Right, and that will be bad. Cool. And who's in charge of this? Who's the archdevil? Oh, that's Baroness Moncton. About
4: Baroness Moncton? Yeah, that's right. Oh, wow. And are they nice? No. Well, no. <laughs> so we've got to basically get past... Hold them. on, are you
3: asking me if somebody in hell is nice? You seem lovely. You seem very charming. Fuck you. Oh, that there you go. You're in hell, man. You, why won't you learn? You're in the most evil place possible. Yeah. This guy's oh, got this guy's hmm. going to get you guys killed. He's got oh, too good a like Gooch. <laughs> yeah, he's my brother. What, do, yeah. you, what Hooch do you
4: say? Was nice to me. Hooch was a nice one. Don't think I'm not clocking which family <laughs> members are nice to me. You're like Gooch. Let me guess. Gooch is the oldest. You're the second oldest. Yeah, that's correct, man. Yeah, exactly. See, Glibert does have some brains. Now, fuck you. <laughs> I <I'll laughs> yeah. push you over. I push you off your bike.
3: Yeah, He gets up and he tries to push you, and he's just like, fuck you. He can't touch me.
2: we up on the bike. Yeah, let's let's steal his bike and his rug. Oh,
4: nice no, one. I'm, I, uh, sorry, I, I'm gonna try and pick you up and throw you against the tree. Uh, yeah, okay. Roll
3: strength check. 16 16 yeah he got a 7 so you slam him against the
5: tree so who's getting on the bike all of us no you guys get on the bike you jump in the sidecar mm-hmm. oh yeah the
2: sidecar yeah, I'll we're jump the... <laughs> your jump
5: <laughs> well, can you go three days worth on your no, jump no, no I can do it once but I'm going to do that <laughs> where are you going to jump to 30 feet ahead <laughs> we're just going to catch you up no, it'll look good though <laughs> yeah you know what
6: Okay, Ghoul
3: Jump in- Henley jump <laughs> So you're, using, you're casting jump and you're jumping 30 feet ahead I couldn't resist Yeah great so you jump 30 feet ahead
2: Okay so just before we uh, jump on the cart and go Ghoul is going to quickly cast Entangle on Pooch Just to make sure that he does not run away and tell anyone what we've done Okay. squirt
3: <laughs> Nice so that's a straight strength saving throw against your spell power Which is 14 uh, And he rolls another 7 uh, so he is entangled he's wrapped into the tree and he's like what the fuck did I ever do to you guys I literally just helped you that's all I've done you what? argued with Gluebrick.
2: yeah <laughs> <what>? high five <laughs> tried to high five him again
3: and he's going to roll another strength trick see if he can rip out of the vines to high five you and he does <laughs> yeah. he rips out of the vines oh, and he shit. high fives Run. you Run. 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 on the bike. on the bike. jump uh, so you're jumping th- Henley's jumping 30 feet ahead Yep Who's driving the motorbike? I'll drive the motorbike
5: Okay How great fast the motorbike? It's not that fast It wouldn't be that fast But I don't think Pooch will catch you No but can I jump faster Than the motorbike Or will it just go under <laughs> under me When I land in the sidecar
3: <laughs> Yeah we could try that well, You <laughs> yeah, we'll, have to roll we'll, for that though
5: We'll try that I can't resist
3: it Yeah yeah, yeah we'll try that <laughs> yeah. So Gloobrick Roll me a uh, straight intelligence check That was lucky, because I'm minus one, 18. 18, so the bike rumbles to life, and you tear off with Eric and Ghoul in the cart, and Henley has sprung 30 feet ahead, and he's trying to land in the cart.
5: Yeah, he's just... Just because it's going to be cool, he's got to do it. Okay, roll me an acrobatics check. 19. Yeah, Yeah. I'd say
3: you land in the the cart.
5: (laughs) Ha-ha! I land and I say... Now, that's what I call a jump start.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
5: I feel dirty.
3: <laughs> Great. So you guys are trundling along uh, the pathway. You can see the city in the horizon. Uh, so, Ghoul, you you really do know where you're going now. and he's nailed this. Yeah. He he's so so absolutely, absolutely smashed it. So on your way to the city, we've established canonically that it takes three days. Obviously, narratively, that's uh, just, just a long journey. So let's do a quick three-day montage. So what, what
5: happens in our three days? Oh, Henley, Henley's trying to break in the trousers, and he's sort of squirming in the seat a lot. Probably not for three full days, but he's squirming and just going, oh, you know, I, I got, I got used to the freedom. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you don't get for. Eight episodes
4: to talk to us about, like, how much you wanted trousers. Even, by the way, I'll add this, off the podcast, honestly, Henry has been saying, I just don't like that I don't have trousers. Like, it just looks like I'm doing a silly joke. I want trousers. And now you've got them be like... I'm going to
5: complain about them constantly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so restrictive. How does anyone deal with this? The chafing... (laughs) But Henley Henley uses his short sword to drill a hole through the soul coin of his son. Right. Hoping that it doesn't do any damage to the soul. Sure. yeah. Hoping. Yep. He doesn't know the rules that well. Yeah.
6: (laughs) Yeah, he's willing to play
5: with the fact he doesn't know that. He's not thought it through, but he does it. Drills a little hole in it. And then threads uh, a leather band through it and ties it around his neck, so he's got a sort of soul necklace. Oh, he's making a little out. soul coin necklace. He thinks, he, he thinks that uh, Greg's soul is going to be safest if he can keep it around his neck.
3: Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to say you do that. Um, I don't know yet if there'll be consequences for drilling a hole into your son's soul coin, but let's it find doesn't
5: out. Doesn't sound good. Does
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> I think Ghoul is trying to has, has been befriending Terry the Moss, and he's annoying everyone with Terry chattering away.
5: Uh,
3: roll me a persuasion check. 18. Yeah, you and Terry are really good pals Telling each other jokes, little stories Having a great time
2: Yeah, Terry, you know how it is Oh, I know how it is (laughs) What do you get when you you cross an elephant And a steam train What? Never mind
6: (laughs) Oh,
4: when you laugh, do you go, Moss? Moss? Moss?
3: Oh, cool. Oh that is great. That is so great. I God. love this guy. <laughs> moss is good. Yeah, we're fond of Moss. And um, it- what are uh, Gluebrick and
4: Eric up to? I think, um, well, Gluebrick I think, because it's three days of, of motorbiking, he is slowly, his ass has become number and number <laughs> because he's riding
3: the bike. I love that you're in a role playing game where you can do anything and you. <laughs> Go, you give them three days of free time and you go,
6: arse. <laughs> 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 yeah, none of us He's focused on
5: well so so his arse. Uh, I complained
4: for <laughs> yeah, three days. Yes. But I think at one point, Eric and, and Glubrick have a little conversation. Yes, because I am concerned about you, Glubrick. Mm. Uh, um, wh- 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 why is that? Well, what? let's talk about the beast within. Well, I don't really know what that was. I mean, if, if I'm honest, Eric, I, I, I did want to talk to you about this because I I know you. You're a very highly intelligent man, and you've seen the world. Yes. Yeah, and I, I can't really remember what happens to me. I, I remember one moment I'm, I'm trying to... I'm running after you, and then the next minute, and suddenly I'm, I'm punching someone through a portal, like... But the bit between, I, I don't remember at all. It's hazy. Yeah.
1: We need to find a way to control your urges. Otherwise, you could do damage to yourself or one of us.
4: I was thinking, you know, in my previous life, like that woman, after we touched a pebble, said that I killed her husband. I'm scared that I did do that.
5: Mm. That seems incredibly likely. You are in hell, after all. How many people have you killed? Why didn't my dad tell me? I don't think your dad's a good guy, Glubrick. Yeah.
4: And I go back to my numb ass.
5: Also, <laughs> it's, is it still raining? Is it yeah, constantly it's constantly raining, raining yeah. yeah. So Henley's also been just bailing out the, uh, the sidecar as it fills with rain. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like the idea that this
3: is kind of, in my head it's a ramshackle sidecar, but it is watertight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poo just has done some really good sealant work. In, on it. Of, in a rain bath. Yeah.
6: In
5: there.
3: <laughs> and uh, Eric, what, what, what's Eric doing?
1: Eric is resting. Mm-hmm. Getting a good exercise routine going <laughs> daily. Yep. And we'll cast uh, find familiar. We haven't had a chance to.
3: Oh, talk. it's happening. Yep. Okay. So this is one of your. Oh, it's a spell you have, isn't it? Just yes, from being it's a necromancer. In my book. Yeah. Nice. Is it different every? You can. So every long rest, you can get a new familiar.
1: Yeah. Oh, I great. can. I can if I want.
3: Like. Okay. So find familiar is that you gain a service of a familiar, which is a, a spirit that takes the form of an animal. Now D and D gives you some options but I'm not going to tell you what they are. I just want you to roll me a d20, and we're going to give you a random animal from this table.
1: Come to me, familiar. Serve me, number 11
3: of 20. Come on in. Your time is up. (laughs) And as you cast your ritualistic spell, uh, what appears before you on the ground is... A seahorse.
6: <laughs> <laughs> seahorse.
5: Somebody get, get it some water quickly. We have we Ray. have rain. We have all the, all the rain you water. Yeah.
2: Emptied all of it he's out. emptied
5: it out. It's
6: dry in there. Bailing it
3: out. Oh, yeah. I bail
1: some more in. Anyone got a jar? Sorry, I should have started with this before I did the spell. A jar, quickly
3: <laughs> some water. And because the no, seahorse. No, I think we're losing it. The seahorse looks you in the eyes and just says,
6: "Why?" Why? Yes, <laughs> and dies.
1: Oh <laughs> no. So can you cast that uh, once a day? Yes, I'll try again tomorrow. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and and I
1: really think, hope you get another seahorse. <laughs> tomorrow will be prepared. I, I, it's a long time since I've cast it. Let us bury the familiar. <laughs> it, it is the only respectful way to emerge from this... Horrific moral
6: conundrum <laughs> So you guys are stopping unscathed. your your yes, Three we,
1: day we,
3: journey we, to, to bury yes. the seahorse yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all over. So. The irony is That's where we bury them
4: in
5: some actual water
4: Like We, <laughs> yeah, we, you know, that's we where stopped the There's a the swamp the and then we're like <laughs> yeah. ah, We should have <laughs> <Yeah>. just
5: stopped <laughs> So uh, Henley gets out of the sidecar And he sc- scrapes away A little bit of dirt in the swamp And it quickly fills with swamp water Which would be appropriate
3: Nice, nice little watery grave mm.
5: Let us gather and perhaps say a few words
1: I did not know Maurice very well uh, There was not enough time <laughs> But his spirit made me think of many things And as we stand here in tribute I, I think perhaps of, of the wrongs I have done Maurice Or others And
5: in this moment look for atonement And perhaps to be a better person Henley looks down at the grave and says At the end Maurice asked why He was a curious animal so, yes, questioning
1: He had a, an existential zest for life <laughs> it was taken from him
5: more too quickly <laughs> In a way we're all asking why Why any of this? Why is any of this happening? And we don't know the answer But one good thing we can say about Maurice's death Is that at the end he wasn't alone that's all.
4: Um, I'd like to say a few words, if that's all right, Eric. Yes, please. I guess that, you know, while I've been down here, I've not really been scared of, of, of getting home. I, I really think we're, we're going to get home. But I guess what I've become scared of now is that I might lose one of you on the way. And I, even though I didn't know Maurice, I was actually riding the bike and never got to meet Maurice. It all happened very far. I heard he was incredible.
2: He really was.
4: Yeah, and <laughs> and I think he was so special and wonderful, and would have been a great member of the family. And I, I think that's what we are—we're a family. And and I promise every single one of you now, I I will protect you, and I I won't let I won't let what happened to Maurice happen to any of you. Thank you.
2: And and Maurice you have shown me that, that dying sucks <laughs> and I don't want to be dead and I would like to carry on and, 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 and Maurice I am sorry that I that I gave up on the group briefly and what do you get <laughs> when you cross <laughs> the sea and a horse A deceased
6: horse.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And then immediate, like, hard cut to us just back on the road, I
3: guess. (laughs) And we smash back to you guys on the road, having sort of been brought together briefly by, uh, unified by the death of of Maurice the seahorse. And as you, yeah, as you approach the the vast city, the sinking city, you realise the city sits on a huge plate that is suspended on these colossal chains and the chains are hanging from the layer above. They're hanging from, from dis. And these chains help prevent the city from sinking into the swamp. And as you get closer, you see exhausted devils and mortals trying to frantically build up the foundations of the city with broken pieces of rock and scrap metal, and they're reinforcing all of the support structures to stop the city from sinking. And at the centre of the city is a huge reactor pumping out this acrid black smoke, and in the distance from where you are, you can hear screams of lost souls in the smoke. Henley, you suddenly feel the weight of your son's coin around your neck. Because this is where lost souls go to be processed. And as you uh, as you approach the city, the main gates are open. Are you going through the kind of main gates of the city? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So as you move through the crowded streets, something you notice is there are posters pinned all around with a familiar-looking tiefling on them. Poster reads. Down your weapons and enjoy the show. Glen Gary, Glen Zombie is a hot new show on the plains of Avernus. Performed by Tootsie McJingles and Eric Sanguinius. And remember, ABC. Always be coming to the show. <laughs> That was episode 9 of Hell or High Rollers. Thank you so much for listening. I am Dave Hearn, and I am your GM. Eric Sanguinius was Adam Megiddo. Henley Whispers was Henry Shields. Ghoul was Ellie Morris, and Glubrick was Chris Leask. If you enjoyed this episode, why not sign up to our Patreon, where you can get a whole bunch of extra content, including a side campaign run by our very own Henry Shields. That campaign will tell you, how our Hell or High Rollers characters died. Also while you're there you can meet legends like Will Navesy, Alex Howson, Shane, Louise O'Brien, Ian Unsworth, Rhiannon Thomas, David Beard, Beard, Baird, I like saying that in a fun accent, David Biard, Heather Life, Jennifer and the wonderful and enigmatic be. Also, we have a very exciting stretch goal for you. If we can hit 160 subscribers, we will release a never before heard trial episode. That's right, folks. You can hear what we sounded like when we first started out, and I've had a listen back, and it is really exciting. So, get subscribing and get on that Patreon. Editing and production is by myself and Gareth Tempest, and our theme song is by the amazing Max Runner. Good night.
4: When you get through nine layers of hell, you'll have a hell of a story to tell. You're heading back to life, back to the grind But it ain't that like you knew so well Keep telling myself to stay strong You know I ain't done nothing wrong I can feel it in
3: my
6: soul that this
0: ain't where I belong